0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. This is probably my favorite time of year. It's my favorite time of year. I love the holidays. I love the holidays. I love just taking time off, relaxing, and waking up at like 10 a.m., drinking eggnog for breakfast and watching claymation movies. If you don't, if you don't like claymation movies, I don't trust you. But anyway, holidays are so much fun. They're filled with relaxing and gratitude and excitement and all of these awesome things. And then we have this little period of time between Christmas and New Year's Eve, which is also my favorite time. I kind of group it as one, you know, like the holidays, whatever. But so often I become so obsessed with this specific time between Christmas and New Year's because it's so exciting going into the next year, going into 2020. I'm so pumped. I love New Year's. I love it. Um, I'm not like a crazy New Year's Eve person. I mean, sure, like I'll I'll go out with friends um, and it'll be fun, but I'm not, it, it's not about New Year's Eve. It's about 2020. It's about that we're starting this new year. And I used to be really obsessed with this in an unhealthy way. Like I would spend my time around Christmas being like, okay, cool, I'm going to eat all the chocolate, all the like. Bad foods. And then starting January 1, I'll never touch sugar again. (laughs) Or I would say, starting January 1, I'm going to have a no spend month. So I'm going to do all my shopping right now. I'm just going to like impulse buy everything. And then January 1, it's going to be a clean slate and I'll never impulse buy again. Okay. I would do things like that, where I would spend the rest of 2019 or the rest of 2018, 2017, 2016, whatever, the rest of the year screwing up, just getting it out of my system in order to have a clean slate. And that was a re- a very, it just set myself up for failure because then I would go into 2020 or whatever year it was, I'd go into the new year and about two days later, I would eat chocolate or about two days later, I would spend and then I would feel like a failure already. First week, of, first week of January, first week of the new year, I'd feel like a failure. And what changed is my idea of living an extraordinary life changed. I don't wait until the new year. So one of, um, I'm going to talk about a couple things today, especially about how to plan ahead for your new year um, financially and how to do a year in review. But one of the things that I'm going to, um, Talk about this a little bit later, or I might even make a separate episode, honestly. But Shay and I, my fiance and I, sat down and we made a list of our non negotiables for 2020, our goals for 2020, our non financial goals, our financial goals. And we sat down and made that list. And it was so cool because one of the things on that list, and if you follow me on the gram, you've probably seen me post about this, is one of the things that we decided we're going to make a non-negotiable is moving our bodies for 30 minutes a day. So both of us work out. I go to Orange Theory. um, He just likes lifting at the gym. um, And we do it very regularly. Like we're not, I mean, we work out year round. We both really love it. However, we don't do something every day. Like there are definitely days where we won't go to the gym or something, but then we also just won't do anything active. And what we've noticed is that we don't, you don't have to be all in. Like you can just go on a 30 minute walk. Like we love walking Rosie. It's so much fun. We talk about our day and we love doing it, but sometimes we just don't make it a priority. And so we decided one of our non-negotiables, I'm serious, non-negotiable. The only, um, like asterisk would be as if one of us is like very, very, very sick. Um, but one of our non-negotiables is 30 minutes of activity, like 30 minutes of moving our body, whether that be our normal lift in the morning um, or a normal workout or a 30 minute walk or playing uh, spike ball. We just got spike ball and we've been having so much fun with it um, or swimming or whatever, dancing. I, it doesn't matter what it is, but moving our bodies 30 minutes a day, every single day in 2020. And the cool thing is, the cool thing is, is that when we made that non-negotiable, we started doing it now. We, for the past like two weeks, every single day, we've moved our body over Christmas on Christmas. We went on a run, um, every single day. And in my, we're at, we've been staying at my parents, um, over the holidays and to be with family and everything. And there's, I mean there's maybe a gym here, but we don't have memberships to it. And so we've just been running like normally that would be an excuse of like, well, we'll just wait until 2020 because there's not an orange theory in my hometown and we're we've just decided to do it. And so that's what I want to get in your head is that when you go and set, New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals. That's amazing. Like so many people sleep on that. They're like, oh my God, New Year's goals. Like just work on yourself all the time. I love New Year's goals. I love setting new goals. I love having a fresh start. But they don't have to be all or nothing because that sets yourself up for so much failure. So do something like less hardcore and stay consistent with it, okay? And get excited about them. Don't make them be punishments. Let them be something that's really fun. So um, that's what I wanted to preface this with because so many people, I I see Instagram posts about like hating on New Year's resolutions and stuff. And I don't think you should ever hate on somebody for wanting to better themselves, you know, for wanting. So so don't be embarrassed if you're ready and you're all about New Year's resolutions, but also make sure that you're setting yourself up for success and not setting yourself up for failure. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. First, I want to talk about Before we can go into 2020 and setting finance goals, it's important to know where you landed in 2019, okay? It's important to know where you landed financially in 2019 because so often where we think we are is different from where we actually are, okay? Um, One of the, I just made an Instagram post about this, but make sure, Christmas spending is a great example. If I said, hey, what did you spend over Christmas on gifts, on travel, on you know, potlucks, whatever. If you said a number, let's say you said 200, statistically, that's probably a lot lower than what you actually spent. So it's important to go back and say, okay, including all my gifts, including all this stuff, what did I actually spend this year for Christmas? It's so important to do that, one, because it helps you understand where you actually landed. But number two, now for next year, you have a better idea of how to more realistically plan ahead for Christmas, okay? And for the holidays, um, if you celebrate Christmas. So that's really important. Same idea when it comes to a 2019 year in review. So get a piece of paper, get a pencil, because I'm about to show you how to do a year in review. This is very high level, okay? But we want to be high level when we're planning out for the year. If we get super, super micro and do day by day and mar, 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 month by month and and get super in there, um, that's what we want to be doing literally month by month. This is just a year in review. We're looking big picture. We're looking the whole thing. Okay? So 2019 year in review. The first thing I want you to do is to get out a piece of paper and a pencil, seriously, and brain dump where your money went in 2019. Brain dump because so often what I hear is, How do I make good money and have nothing to show for it? How do I, like, where does it go? And so the first thing I want you to do is understand where your money went in 2019. And as you do this, deep breath, there's no guilt and there's no shame. I don't care if you had $5,000 that went to, um, An app on your phone for buying more lives for um what's that one game I used to play I forget the name of it but it you like built a little tower and I always used to spend money on it I'm so serious um Clash of Clans I any Clash of Clans (laughs) any Clash of Clans fans out there I used to be so obsessed with it and I'd always like literally spend my money on buying fake coins to build like my tower anyway um it's okay if you spent lots of money on Clash of Clans. It's okay if you spent $3,000 financing a couch. I I don't care where you've been. I care where you're going. Okay? We just have to acknowledge where we've been in order to go somewhere that we want to be going. All right? So brain dump. I want you to just think of every single thing. And a lot of times it can help pulling up a calendar, being like, okay, what did I do in January? What trips did I take of January of 2019? Remember, year reveal. I went to um, Nashville with my friends. I bought a couch. I Think of big purchases. You don't have to go. Remember, we're not going micro. We're not doing like, I spent $12 at Target on January 16th. Like now, big picture. Where did your money go on a big level? What trips did you take? Did you move? Did you travel? Did you buy a big, you know, new piece of furniture, a new car, whatever? Write all that stuff down. What I want you to do is get a better idea of where your money has gone. Okay. This is going to be really eye opening for you because once you add up these totals, you'll be like, whoa, that's so crazy. I spent like $20,000 just from buying things, like buying big things or going places or doing this. That's crazy. (laughs) I didn't know I spent that. So, write down, do all that stuff. Then, what I want you to do is write what did you save? Total. What did you save? It's okay if it's $0. I, this is, again, not a place for shame and guilt, but I want you to write down what did I save? How much did you save? Did you save $5? Did you save nothing? Did you save $10,000? Write down what you saved, what is in your savings that was not in your savings at the beginning of the year. Okay. Next, I want you to write down how much debt did you pay off? It's okay if it's nothing. It's okay if it's just the minimum payments and the interest. Add that up. I want to know what debt did you pay off? How much debt did you pay off total? What did you invest? What did you invest in your um, in retirement? What did you invest in other things? What did you invest? And I would make a separate column. Um, I, when I'm saying what did you invest, I mean more like you putting your money into. Like stocks, bonds, retirement, et cetera. I would make another category for entrepreneurs or um even if you're not an entrepreneur of investing in yourself, like personal development. I would make a separate category for that. Write all this stuff down, okay? Once you've done all of these categories, add up your total, add up the total, okay? Add up the total that you spent on debt, the total that you saved, the total that you invested, the total that you did all this stuff again, You will get a better idea of where your money went in 2019. And here's what I want you to do take a very real and honest look and say, if I were to tell you what my priorities were in 2019, does my spending match my priorities? This is tough. This is tough because a lot of times we say, my biggest priority is paying off debt, but Most of our money went towards buying things. Most of our money went towards maybe even saving. And again, those aren't negative. None of those things are negative. They're just not what your actual priority was. So it's important that what you're spending shows should be your list of priorities. I should be able to look at your spending and rank them and say, okay, I know what your priorities are. I know what your priorities are. Um, So Make sure that you're doing that. Make sure that you're looking at, taking that honest look, saying, does my spending in 2019 match my priorities? If not, here we are. What do I want to do differently in 2020? What are your priorities for 2020? When you look back at this exact time next year, what do you want to see? Where do you want your money to have gone to? Where do you want your money to have gone? So I want you to write down and we're going to do this a little bit differently, but I want you to write down your priority list for 2020. And you can write down five things, you can write down 30, but I want you to prioritize them. I want you to prioritize them. Paying off debt, let's say that's number one, or saving, that's two, um, or investing in myself, that's number one, um, whatever. I, I'm not here to judge your priority list. I just want to make sure that you are in charge of your priority list and you are are driving, your spending is driving your priority list and not working on its own agenda. Okay? So write down your priority list. Um, after your, you've written down your priority list, I want you to go next to every single one and write the amount. Okay? So if you write that your number one goal is to pay off debt, how much? How much debt will you pay off in 2020? How much debt will you pay off? Um, and then let's say you are paying off some debt. You want to pay off $5,000 of debt. You write down $5,000. Okay, cool. Then what do you want to do? Um, Let's say the next goal is save. You want to save $12,000. Write that down. Go through your list and write down everything. Okay. Write down everything. Now I want to look big picture. Okay. So let's just, we're going to take a super easy goal. Let's say that your goal for next year You're only, you have one goal that you're, you're focusing on. It's the only goal that you're going to do. You are, you are going to save $12,000. Yes, I said 12 because I want my math to be easy. Let's say you're going to save $12,000. How much is that per month? Okay. We're looking at this big level. So if you want to save $12,000 in 2020, what do you need to save per month? $1,000. So I want you to look in the mirror and say, is this a reasonable goal? Can I do this? Can I, without a doubt, 100% commit to this? Yes or no? If it's yes, cool. Can you go bigger? Can you save $24,000, which is $2,000 a month? Be real about what you can do. And a lot of times we don't do the math. Like, we're like, I want to save $30,000 this year. And then we do the math and we're like, oh my gosh, if I save $30,000 over the whole year, what is that? $2,500, $2,500 a month? Um, I think somebody checked my math. Um, If that's $2,500 a month, once you break it down like that, you're like, oh crap, I can't save that per month um, because I I have other stuff going on. I have to make my car payment or I have to do this, I have to do this. Be real. Be real with your spending. So um, let's say you're like, I want to save $12,000 this year, but I want it to be done halfway through the year, okay? you've t- What did I say? $12,000, and you want to be done halfway through the year. You want it to take six months. So you're going to need to save $2,000 a month. Awesome. Cool. You're like, I can do this. I did the math. I, I can have that extra after my paychecks. Life's good. I'm going to save $2,000 every single month for six months. Then what's going to happen in June? your second priority. Let's say your second priority is, um, saving for a trip. Okay. Saving for a honeymoon. Let's say you're engaged like I am and you're planning your honeymoon and you're like, Ooh, 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 I gotta put money aside for my honeymoon. And you want to save $4,000. Okay. You already know it takes you, you can save $2,000 a month. Okay. So, that's so let's say it's going to take you from january to june to save your 12,000 that was your goal number 1 done that'll be done in june starting in july it's going to take you 2 months so july and august is you're going to save $4,000 for your honeymoon cool done what's priority number 3 let's say you have debt and again i'm not telling you this is the order you should do things i'm just making stuff up um let's say you have debt and you have um Okay. So $6,000, you can pay $2,000 a month. So it's going to take you three more months. Okay. So we went until August. So then that's September, October, November. Then you're going to pay off that debt. And then you have one more month to do hit your next priority. Then at the end of 2020, you will be able to look back and say, I know $12,000 went into savings, $4,000 went into paying for a trip or my honeymoon or whatever. 6000 went towards debt. And then I started on my next goal, which is investing heavily. Okay. So you're going to be able to look back and have something to show for it. You work hard. You make good money. You deserve to be able to look back at the end of the year and be so proud. To be able to look back at the end of the year and say, holy cow, look at everything I accomplished. Look at all of these financial goals that I did, that I completed. I cannot tell you how rewarding it is, how rewarding it is to look back on this year and be able to make a whole list of all of these financial things. I know where every single dime of my money went in 2019. I can tell you how much for the whole year I spent on shopping. I can tell you how much for the whole year I spent on giving, on, uh, well, I didn't have debt in this year, um, on savings, on um, saving for the wedding, on, you know, buying my parents a car like you heard in the last episode, last podcast episode. I can tell you where all of my money went, so at the end of the year, I know that i have so much to show for what i'm making <clears throat> that's so important it doesn't matter what you bring in it matters what you do with it it matters what you do with it why are you working so hard to bring in more money if it doesn't make a difference for you why what's the point what's the grind for <laughs> like what's the grind for if you have not, if you're making 100k a year But you have nothing to show for it. What's the difference of why don't you just work way, you know, less hours, less hard, less take on less clients, and and not work so hard or do whatever you're doing to make more money? Like why 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 are you grinding so hard for money? Why are you going after more money if if it's not impacting your life? If you don't have stuff to show for it, if it's not making things easier and getting you out of debt, or growing your savings, or getting you closer to the house, or whatever your goals are. If it's not building you wealth, come on, you guys. What's what's the point? So here's the thing. 2020 is your year. 2020 is the year that every single month you tell your money where to go. 2020 is the year that every single month your spending reflects your top priority. Every single month, your money goes where you tell it to go because you're a good steward of your money in 2020. You care about your money in 2020. You give big, you save big, you pay off debt big, you invest big, whatever it is. You bi- you play big. You go all in. You're committed because that is the difference. That's it. That's the difference of you... 365 days from now, being embarrassed of where your money is versus 365 days from now, you being so damn proud. That's the difference. You looking at this stuff, prioritizing it and taking action. That's the difference. I want you to listen to this episode a year from now, or, you know, maybe a year from now, I'll make a very similar episode about how to plan for 2021. And I want you to be so proud. I want you to be screaming from the rooftops that this was the year that everything changed for you financially, not just because you made more money, but because you took good care of the money that you had and it made a massive difference for you. Okay. I love you and I'm so proud you're here. And And this is just so important. Um, if you haven't also, another great thing to do, I talked about this earlier in the episode um, is to sit down and make your list of non-negotiables. What are the things? What are the things that you're not going to be lenient about that you are all in for? Um, another thing that you can do is sit down and you know write that priority list of financial goals that we were talking about during this episode, but also write a list of non-financial goals. What are your non-financial goals for this year? Um, on our list, w- one of our big things is we're going to do a half marathon. Um, not even a physical goal, really, although it's going to be physically hard, but mentally, man. <laughs> Neither of us are runners. And the fun part is we got the whole squad. Like Shay, we were at dinner and Shay said, you guys, I'm going to run a half marathon. And I was like, what? I want to, if you're going to do it, I want to do it. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. Can't have FOMO. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then we're out with our friends and they're like, Hey, I'm going to do it too. And so now we're all doing it together. I'm so excited. We're going to train together. Like we're making it a group thing. And so when you're looking at your non-negotiables, your financial goals, and your non-financial goals, do it as a group. Make make a pact as a group. Like get excited about this with your friends, with your partner, with your family, like whoever. It's So much more fun that way. So sit down and, and write those lists too because they're important and they're they're gonna change things for you. Okay. I'm so proud of you for, you know, learning about this stuff, for, for thinking about this stuff, for going over this stuff, for listening to this episode and being here. Um, I'm so thankful for you. Um, if you love this episode, make sure that you go leave a, leave a review. It takes like one second and it means the world to me, seriously. Like it means so much to me when you do it. I'm so grateful for you to take that one second. I know it's like, Oh, I'll do it later. And then you don't, It means so much to me when you do it. So please, please, if you love this episode, take a second and do that. Happy 2020. Happy freaking 2020. This is the last episode of 2019. Oh, how exciting. Um, This is the last episode of 2019. I'm so excited for 2020. I cannot wait. And we'll kick off next episode with the first episode of 2020.